if you could have more fulfillment and ease in your professional and personal life and still be ambitious? Join me, Kathy Onetto, founder of Sustainable Ambition, for conversations with experts, authors, and friends on what it means to live with sustainable ambition. Learn concepts, tips, and tools to craft a fulfilling career on your terms while still being ambitious and avoiding burnout. For show notes from this episode, visit sustainableambition.com slash podcast. Now, let's learn more to help you craft your career to support your life from decade to decade. On to today's conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show, and thanks for joining me for another solo episode. You may notice that I have been doing a few more solo episodes of late, and that is for a couple reasons. One is I wanted to test some different formats and see what works better for all of you. And if you have any feedback on them, please send me a note at podcastsustainableambition.com. And there's been a second reason that I've wanted to test out different formats, especially this summer, just to be honest. As I've shared in prior episodes, I, after a full start to the year, have wanted to create more space and take a bit of a break. And so during the summer in particular, I wanted to find a way that was more sustainable for me in terms of keeping the podcast going. It is something I'm committed to. And I just wanted to see if there was a way for me to make it a little bit more sustainable. And so these solo episodes is one way for me to do that. And my hope is that these are still valuable for you. Um, and because that is my ultimate goal. So again, if they aren't and you have feedback, please send it on to me, as I mentioned. So with that, in today's solo episode, I was going to talk about where did my ambition go? Where did my ambition go? I've been asking myself that question a bit, kind of like, where, where's Waldo? Where, where is my ambition amongst all this sea and map of all these different things that I might be doing and that's keeping me you know, sufficiently uh, occupied right now? Um, and it's not to say that my ambition is, is completely gone by, by any means, but you know, perhaps I'm in a dip and I, it's waning a bit. And I've been wondering, okay, well, where is my ambition gone? And then I've been reading a few things over the last couple of weeks that made me think this might be an interesting thing to kind of look at uh, together and to share a few thoughts. So one of the things that I thought about around this is, you know, is it just that it's summer and that it's a natural downtime? Or could it also be that I'm still languishing? So I recently read an article from Asana based on an interview with Adam Grant. If you're not familiar with Asana, it's just a company that provides project management software, but they had offered this interview in a newsletter uh, with Adam Grant where they revisited this concept of languishing. And it made me rethink that perhaps I still am in a bit of the pandemic's languishing fog. And I'm wondering if some of you might be as well. You know, it could also be, uh, as Anne Helen Peterson posed in her latest newsletter, you're still exhausted. You know, Anne Helen Peterson uh, wrote a 
well-known BuzzFeed article about millennials and burnout. She, after that, wrote a book on burnout. So she's very attuned to this. And she writes about this idea of perhaps we're just still exhausted, which there are a lot of reasons why that might be the case. So I thought that I would, again, share some thoughts with you on this topic. Again, as I said, now it is summer. So really, in many respects, we kind of need to chill out and give ourselves a break. But I don't know about you when I even hear that, my own resistance perks up. I naturally want to say when people tell me like, hey, chill out. It's like, don't tell me to chill out. Uh, So that's my internal voice even saying that to me a little bit. And I'm not even, you know, I'm the one that's making the comment out loud as well. (laughs) So I can understand if there's a little bit of resistance to don't tell me to, to chill out. And yet I also know that we can't be pushing all the time. I've, I've found this for myself as well. And I, especially right now, even though I have these ambitions, I know I can't keep pushing myself to strive, strive, strive. At some point you need to allow yourself to take a break. So if that's the case for you, allow yourself to have that time. And I've been talking about this a bit on a prior solo episodes. So you might appreciate re- listening to episode number 20 on creating space and what will sustain you and episode 24 on cutting back on demands and expectations. I wanted to touch a little bit on just what is ambition and why would it wane? And these are some early hypotheses of mine. Ambition is an area I really want to do more research on, to be honest. Um, I've looked at it a bit, but it's still something that I want to research more and craft some more thoughts on. And perhaps I'll have a future podcast guest on to talk about ambition and what it really means. I choose to lean into definitions of ambition that I think are a little bit more productive or helpful than those that focus on power, say, and um, just achievement for societal reasons. So one definition that is common that I've come across that I really like is the definition of ambition being a strong desire to do or to achieve something, typically requiring determination and hard work. So if I'm ambitious to do something, I have a strong desire to do it. I want to achieve something and I am willing to put in that determination and put in that hard work to achieve it. And so why might our ambition are, and perhaps it's like either that we don't have that strong desire to achieve something, or it could be in the moment, I don't have the determination or the desire to put in the hard work. So Why might we not have that feeling and why might it wane? And a few thoughts that I have on it are, one, it could just be that we're going through a time where our attention gets pulled elsewhere. It could be that another part of our life is requiring attention right now. And it means that something that you used to be ambitious about and putting attention towards, you can't put as much attention there. So in that case, I think it's really important to give yourself a break and or recognize that and understand that, you know, another part of your life, that's where your ambition needs to be put. That's where your attention needs to be put. It could be, as we've been talking about, is that, you know, we just need a rest and to restore ourselves. So this is where taking that space, taking that time to rejuvenate is, is really important. And 
sometimes we may find, and I hate to say it, but sometimes we need to take more time than we may realize. You know, it could be that you think you only need a week off and taking a week off, you're going to be back to normal. (laughs) And that may not be the case. It may be that yeah, you may need a week off, but you may also need to reduce your level of activity to a lower level of sustaining activity to give yourself time to fully recover and rejuvenate. I'll say that's kind of what I've been experiencing. Instead of being uh, overly committed, I've reduced how much my commitments were, which is allowing me to kind of operate at a more sustaining pace and re- and also built in recovery time in that. Uh, and then I'm planning some vacation as well that's coming up. And so with all of that, my hope is, again, that I'm going to get back to a space of having a bit more energy for my ambition. So if it's taking you a while to recover, just be easy on yourself and have some compassion for yourself. It's your body likely telling you that you you need more time and or you need to take things down a notch to give yourself enough time to recover. So try not to berate yourself for not doing more. Uh, sometimes, again, we need to stop pushing. We kind of need to slow it down, uh, allow ourselves to operate at a different pace so that we can get refuel, build our resilience stores so that we can move on to the next thing with renewed energy. So a couple of additional reasons why our ambition might wane, I believe, and I think I'll spend more time on a couple of topics that relate to these, are this idea that perhaps we might be in a plateau. We're needing new inspiration for that next thing that's going to command our attention. And it could be that we need some renewed energy, not just because we're uh, burnt out or our resilience stores are low. It could be that that energy needs to be renewed through inspiration from others. So yes, you might be seeking new inspiration because you're on a plateau, but it could be also that needs to be fueled some other way. So I'm going to talk about these and and some ideas that might address these kind of other reasons why ambition might be showing up. So the first thing to look at is, again, this idea of space. So giving yourself space for that next calling to show up or to get into flow. So the idea of allowing space, like actually pausing to allow yourself to let something gel and let the next path kind of show itself. That's, I think, really hard for ambitious people to do. You know, we like to push ourselves. And I know this is hard for me to slow things down, but it's something that I've been experiencing of late and really actually becoming quite clear that this is what I needed to do. I needed to slow down. I needed to pause I had had a lot of projects finishing and a lot of things that I had kind of put on my action item list kind of coming to a conclusion. And I was realizing that I needed to create space for me to listen, for new things to show up, for that next path, like as I said, to really show itself. And so you might be in a similar space. Again, you might've gotten to a plateau or to a state where things are concluding And rushing right into the next activity isn't always the best thing to do. Sometimes it's good to pause 
and see how things are start going to start to take shape and see how the things that you've put out into the world will start to come back to you and how that next path is going to show itself. The other reason to think about creating space, and this comes from Adam Grant and his first article on languishing from the New York Times. In the article, he talks about this idea of giving yourself space to get into flow. So sometimes when we're so busy and active, it can be really hard in that constant action to slow it down and get yourself into a flow state. And so I think what he was sharing was this idea of creating some space in your schedule so that you can get yourself into flow. And then I'd point you to a video that I've mentioned before from Ted, from Diane Allen. She's a violinist and performance expert. And in the TED Talk, she talks about how to identify your flow strategy and prompt yourself into your flow state. I really like this idea and this concept. I know it's something that I've thought about. It's something I need to practice with more. But I think really getting attuned to how do once I'm in this space, how can I get myself into that flow state? Some people, such as authors, just talk about simply just start writing, right? Start getting something on the page. And that can help you get into a flow state if you're an author or a writer or somebody who likes to write. Um, your, your, get, your plan of action to get you into a flow state might be different. And so uh, I encourage you to watch that video from Diane Allen and kind of just pay attention to what helps get you into your flow state and how can you manufacture that for yourself? I think doing so can help you get some energy back and kind of get some momentum uh, to help you find that ambition again. The next area that I think could help if you've reached a plateau is to think about allowing yourself to play and experiment. I think that can also help you Find your way back to your ambition through renewed inspiration. Again, that plateau could be that you're just at a stopping point and you need more inputs to help you get to that next thing. Another way of thinking about this comes from Jessica Abel, the founder of the Autonomous Creative. I was listening to a podcast with her on, on What Works, the What Works podcast. <laughs> it was. And she was talking about how she had brought back her own creative work into her time. She had carved out time in her schedule for her own personal creative work. And she talked about it as being her R&D. I really like this idea, this idea of having your own research and development. How do you allow yourself to play and experiment? So it's your own R&D that starts to feed into what might be next for you that might fuel your next ambition and, and or help you find your ambition if it's waned. So think about that. How do I allow myself to play an experiment? How do I create a little bit of R&D? Another take on it, again, going back to Adam Grant, and in this case, this is from the Asana article where he shared this idea of during a time of languishing, think about something that you can look forward to and then make small progress towards it. So around your ambition, if it's waning now, is there some smaller thing that you can look forward to, something you can put on the horizon that catches your interest and aligns with your overall ambition 
and become something you look forward to? And then how do you start to help yourself make small progress towards that? And where that can help in terms of like getting yourself out of languishing, uh, Adam Grant has this to say, quote, the interesting thing about progress is it turns out to be the single strongest predictor of daily joy and energy at work. Just feeling like you moved forward on a goal that you were trying to pursue. And I think that's so important because if languishing is stagnation, progress is the antithesis of stagnation. So this idea of focusing on small progress, I think, can help you build momentum and help you start to get out of that stagnation, start to move yourself towards flourishing. So first, create something that you want to look forward to and then start to make small progress towards that. And I think this concept relates a little bit to what James Clear talks about in Atomic Habits and this idea of 1% better. You know, how can you just get 1% better each day? And in doing so, you can really have exponential impact. That 1% builds over time. So think about something you can look forward to and then start to make small progress towards it. And in doing so, find your renewed ambition. Now, a counterpoint to this that I wanted to share, and I thought it was important to share this. Again, some of these concepts, really, it's interesting how they start to just kind of show up and coalesce around the same time. And it's things that are really relevant to me and what I'm you know, experiencing. So I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful that it's helpful to you as well, that you might be going through a similar thing. And I think especially because again, we're all continuing to live with this pandemic and what its effects might be. And it could be why, or one of the impacts as to why we uh, are so many of us still perhaps languishing and wondering where our ambition has gone. And this concept that I'm going to share is the Stockdale paradox. And I thought it was important or interesting to look at it in comparison to this idea of like something to look forward to. And this principle comes from Jim Collins and the book, Good to Great. So Jim Collins writes about Admiral Jim Stockdale, who was the highest ranking military officer in the Hanoi Hilton during the Vietnam War. He was there for about seven years and tortured many times during his time in the prison. And Collins writes how Jim Stockdale came out of the prison camp even stronger than he went in. And in my own words, one of the concepts that he shares through this idea of the Stockdale paradox is what I'm saying is to have resolve, but also accept what is. And so Jim Collins goes to interview him and he's recounting this in a story on his website, also in the book, A Great, and I'll share this in the show notes. And in talking with Jim Stockdale, he says, quote, well, you have to understand it was never depressing because despite all those circumstances, I never ever wavered in my absolute faith that not only would I prevail, get out of this, but I would also prevail by turning it into the defining event of my life that would make me a stronger and better person. So that's pretty amazing. Like this idea of having this strong resolve is how I take that, you know, but then there's this, but accept what is. And he goes on to, to share with Jim Collins that the people that actually struggled the most were the optimists, those who thought, oh, we're going to get out by Christmas. 
And then Christmas would pass and no, no, they weren't released. And so he goes on to share what he learned from the years in, in the concentration camp and I'm sorry, in the prison camp. And he says, quote, you must never, ever, ever confuse on the one hand, the need for absolute unwavering faith that you can prevail despite those constraints with, on the other hand, the need for the discipline to begin by confronting the brutal facts, whatever they are, we're not getting out of here by Christmas. And so I think it's an interesting concept, this idea of having resolve, but accepting what is. And so while we can, going back to the last concept, look forward to something, make progress against it. Another way to come at this is like, if your ambition is waning a bit, it could be that you need to find your resolve around it. Okay, what am I resolved around? Do I want this? Am I determined around this? Am I willing to put in the work around this? Or it could be even, and then to accompany that, it could be that you need to accept some of the hurdles that come with it. Well, are you still determined to have it, you know, to go for this ambition, but perhaps you need to accept what is that goes along with that. And so I know this related to some, a goal that I have where I was starting to hit some roadblocks and wondering, well, gosh, if that's what it's going to take, I don't know if I want to do this, but then I have to have resolve, right? Perhaps like, well, do you want that? If you want that, then perhaps you're going to have to accept this other piece and what's going to come along with it. So it's an interesting concept to play with. And I also wanted to just bring it forward in, in this time, during this time of the pandemic and with the Delta variant kind of coming, rearing its head and having its impact that, you know, we're not out of this. (laughs) We have to have resolve and we also need to accept what is. And perhaps in living from that state, it might give us a little bit more resilience and strength to move forward and perhaps find that ambition and that determination to move forward where we want to put our attention at this moment. So have resolved, but accept what is. The final idea I wanted to put out there was around finding connection. During this time of the pandemic, a couple of my guests have been talking about the impact that isolation has had on us and how important it is to find connection with others And it's so nice to be able to be getting out and about more and meeting with people. And so not only will that give us all renewed energy, but I also want to layer this on the idea that who you surround yourself with can give you energy, can inspire you, can push you forward, can help you find that renewed ambition and help you stay determined in terms of meeting those new new ambitions. And so it made me think about the idea of, I've always loved coffee. I've always loved coffee shops. So it brought to mind this idea of the 19th century cafe culture that was spread across France that brought all these creative people into cafes where they were sharing ideas. Also these artistic communities that they had where they came together these guilds where they collaborated together and they inspired each other. So when you think about this time, 
and you might be languishing or your you might be your ambition might be waning how do you find others who can help inspire you give you new ideas encourage you on help you have that determination to keep moving forward this is an area that I've really leaned into as well. I've joined several communities over the last couple of years. I have another informal community that I meet with who inspire me and keep my ambition going. So I encourage you to find connection if, if this is a time where you're in a dip. So those are some ideas. If you're wondering where your ambition has gone, if you're languishing a bit, let me just repeat these for you really quickly. So first, give yourself space for that next calling to show up or to get into flow. Next, allow yourself to play and experiment. Create your own R&D. Third is create something to look forward to and then make small progress towards it. What's that 1% better each day? Another approach is have resolve, but accept what is. And then finally, find connection. So I hope that gives you ways to help find your way back to your ambition and flourishing. It could be, you know, and I support this. Take the summer off. Take the, you know, if you can. And when I say take the summer off, you know, I recognize that many of us are not so lucky to just literally walk away from work and completely take the summer off. But I, what I mean by that is just take things down a notch. I'm trying to do that. I'm taking vacation, as I mentioned. So perhaps, you know, deploy these when you are ready to, if you still need a bit of a, a you know, being in a slower pace, the slow lane for a little bit, do that. But my hope is that, again, these ideas will help you find your way back to that ambition, your motivation, and to flourishing. Thanks so much for listening. As I mentioned at the start, if you have any feedback or if you have a listener question you'd like me to address in one of the podcast episodes, please shoot me an email at podcast.sustainableambition.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd really be so grateful if you'd rate, review, and share it with others. That really helps just to get it to, out to others and hopefully be helpful to them as well. I really appreciate it. So be well all, here's to flourishing. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Sustainable Ambition Podcast. I hope you take away at least one learning or inspiration from today's conversation. Find more inspiring interviews and get show notes for this episode at sustainableambition.com slash podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode or my insider tips, guides, and tools by signing up for Sustainable Ambition Forum, my twice monthly newsletter. Sign up at sustainableambition.com slash subscribe. And remember, it's not about finding work-life balance. It's about building work-life resilience. Thanks again for joining me. Speak with you next time.